welcome to today's episode of the Group Therapy Podcast. Today we have horror host and uh, uh, um, horror riffer, I guess, uh, reviewer, I should say. <laughs> Dr. Dredd himself. Dr. Dredd, tell us about yourself, sir. Hey, I'm Dr. Dredd. Uh, I, re- I watch bad movies, so you don't have to. Uh, I, I review everything from the silence all the way up to contemporary. And normally I review movies that I've bought on the cheap, either at the dollar store, flea markets, yard sales, thrift shops. Um, what got you into, to, 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 I know a lot of people are doing horror hosting right now. I mean, it seems to be a uh, um, upswing in the, uh, was it, what do you want to call it, a renaissance in the horror host again. Uh, what, what made you get into the, the horror hosting slash horror reviewing? Uh, well, I had lost my job of, uh, 32 years, uh, due to medical issues. Okay. And, uh, I had a lot of free time. I think I was battling depression a little bit at that time too, because my whole life sort of got, you know, no. turned upside down, uh, and one of the uh, young men in our, who used to be in our youth group had a college show where he would review movies. And I've always had a love for horror host. Uh, my hero growing up was my horror host. So uh, I thought it'd be kind of cool if I could like hop into a horror host persona and hop on YouTube with my phone and just, uh, you know, shoot like a five minute. I like this movie. I didn't like this movie. And that's how it all started. Cool. Um, who was your local horror host? Uh, our local horror host was Dr. Shock out of Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, that, that was back in the, uh, the seventies and yeah. early eighties. He passed away at the age of 42. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, he, he, uh, gone way too soon. Yeah. Um, I, I was a big fan. I grew up on, uh, Dr. Creep local for here. Um, and then, uh, I became friends with um, a guy because I did uh, basically what I'm doing now, but I did it on public access back in the day. And uh, through him, I ended up meeting Dr. Creep and sort of becoming a, a, a decent acquaintance with him. Um, I would like to become more of a friend, but, you know, he, he passed away before I really got to know him too well. Um, but I became fascinated by horror host i you know i grew up with with um dr creep um and then i found there was other local guys that have come out of the out of the um uh, what do you call underground i guess and um so i started like actively going out and finding other horror hosts in other markets and that's you know i found you i found sally i found boris and, and um uh I, I just love all this stuff that you guys are doing. I, I grew up on it and I like that you guys are continuing this stuff and, and you got your persona and uh, um, it, it's so much fun. I, I, I just like it. <laughs> I, I really didn't have any idea how many there were out there until I was already stepping into the character. Uh, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm learning more and more, you know, about how many people are actually doing this. It's, yeah. it's good. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's nice to know because I thought 
like I told Sally, I was like, I thought this was a dying art because it kind of disappeared in the eighties, at least locally for me. And um, then in the late nineties, I started seeing hearing some, you know, stirrings of it. And then um, early two thousands, I started going to like horror conventions and stuff like that. And I started seeing more of these people and I'm like, Oh, well, this guy's over here in like Kansas and this guy's over here in New York and this guy's in Florida and this guy. And I'm like, so I started trying to find them and he's in the early days of YouTube. And then I started finding everybody on YouTube. And then um, I have a Roku and then I discovered the monster channel and that's how, you know, and uh, then finding, uh, um, you know, I found Boris. So I found Sally and then I found you and it, it's, it's this, I keep going down this worm, <laughs> this rabbit hole and finding yeah. hosts all over everywhere. And it, it's so much. Fun. So, yeah. Yeah. There are so many. There are so many. There really are. Uh, I thought it. I thought it was dead. Other than uh, like cable, you know, Captain USA and yeah. uh, Up All Night and uh, J J Joe Bob. Yeah. And, and Elvira. But you know, the, and uh, I, I wasn't even really aware of Svengoli until uh, we got Me TV here in this area. But uh, I ran into Mr. Lobo at a horror convention. And he was like, this was years ago. Yeah. And that was surprising to me. Oh, it's not a, it's not that. There's yeah. actually somebody out here doing it currently. And uh, he plugged the Roku, which I didn't get for another 10 years afterwards. But, but I have it now. I love it. Yeah. Well, what's funny is, is that, um, oh, geez, about 10 years ago, maybe longer now, um, I was at a horror hound and I walked in and, you know, I'm going through all the guests and stuff. And I walked in this one room and it's literally just a giant room and it's all these horror hosts. And I'm like, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> and then I started like, and then I was like, okay. So I started talking to this one, this one, I bought a DVD from this one and I got a DVD and this one's like, well, you can find us on YouTube. And I'm like, okay. And so I got all these business cards and I went home and like over X amount of time, I started like, oh, holy crap. Okay. This, this one's good. This one's good. This one's good. And you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. There's some out there that I was like, I just, I couldn't get into. Um, and then, um, like I said, with the, with the monster channel and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, there's just a whole channel of horror hosts. So I was like, I watched, i turned that on at my shop. I have a comic book shop and mm -hmm. there's days where we just have that running in the background. And then, uh, unfortunately, monster channel has not been running well for me lately so i just been going through and finding a bunch of your like uh sally's yours and um uh, some other ones and i'll just put them on off of youtube so <laughs> oh cool yeah uh did you try streaming the monster channel from your website to the tv uh, like I, I i can do that on my computer but i i don't have it my computer hooked uh, up to my tv at my shop because my um, my computer is actually my uh, uh uh my cash register. Okay. Yeah. So no, I got I got my um behind where I stand at my shop. I have a, a an old flat screen TV, and uh, I put movies on it, and um, I put uh, horror hosts and stuff on that. And um, what's fun is is that I've turned a lot of people that like you and me that that thought it was gone. And I've turned them back onto it. And a lot of these guys that I've turned onto it were, were kids. I mean, I got guys in their early 20s who have never, ever heard of what a horror host is. And they're like, what is it? And I'm like, 
these guys come out, they talk about movies, they'll do little skits and clips and stuff like that. And they're like, well, this is fun. I like this. <laughs> uh, but it's, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's ongoing. So I'm always working on bringing more people into the fold, I guess. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not easy to, to bring in. I, I, I don't, I haven't found it really easy to do that. Uh, to, to get like subscribers on YouTube or to, you know, just to, to get the word out. It's, I found it really hard. Um, when I first started coming back to do this show, um, I, it was trickle, trickle. I'd get a new person here. I'd get a new person there. And then I'd go like weeks, never get another person. Um, I even tried like doing the advertising, like, you know, the people like, oh, we'll help build your, uh, sure. naturally. And I'm like, you know what? It's five bucks. I'll risk it. And, um, you know, I got a bunch of subscribers. I got one episode that did really well. And then the next episode, I got a few of those people back. But by the third, third episode after that, that, that my, my views were almost back to where they were. Um, so I started um, a friend of mine, um, well, acquaintance, uh, Matt Brassfield. He's a, a producer for several horror hosts here in, the, well, in the Dayton area. I'm, I'm about 30 minutes north of Dayton here in Ohio. And um, he does, he's producer for Baron Bond Porkchop. Um, he's does work for uh, uh, Bring Back the Old Shock Theater with Dr. Creep. Um, he's doing work with, uh, a ghastly ghoul and, and stuff like that. And, um, he's told me, cause I was like, man, I thought about being a horror host and trying to do it. Cause everybody's doing it on YouTube. And he's like, do it, just do it, make a character and, and run with it. And I, so I started looking into it. I started finding all these other horror hosts out there and I'm like, man, I just, I can't do it as good as some of these guys can. And he's like, well, find your niche. And so I love Saturday morning cartoons. So I started doing a Saturday morning cartoon show. And then I just sort of started doing my, using my Facebook. I made a Facebook page for it and it just kept growing and growing and growing and growing. And then it started getting bigger and bigger. And um, now I hit, uh, I'm just shy of 1200 subscribers. And, and, um, Every episode of Saturday Morning Serials is does really well for me. Uh, I started a second show called Sci Fridays, and um, ironically enough, the show that started it all, this one is my weakest one of all. <laughs> <laughs> but and it all really started out is is that I was doing the other two shows as a commercial for my shop because okay. I was like, oh, if these people are going to watch this. I might as well hawk my shop at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, your shop looks awesome, by the way. I was watching your uh, your cartoon show yeah. this, this morning, some, and uh, I, I loved all all the. Uh, the, the That's the not even my shop. The... That's my house. Oh, really? That's my house. Oh, okay. This is a hundred percent my house. This is my. Uh, I call it my lair. Um, we have a, a three story, uh, two story house with a finished basement, and I've taken over the finished basement. <laughs> um, <laughs> All the toys and everything is, is this is literally, if I take my camera and I flip it this way is where I film 
Saturday morning cereals and uh, 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 Sci Fridays. And then I move the camera back here. And this is when I do the uh, uh, interviews. Um, if I do in-store, in-house interviews, then we set it back up over here. And then I interview with the, the backdrop of the, all the toys and the, the, the comic books and, and everything else. So, <laughs> Well, I love your collection, man. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, just awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, um, it's ongoing, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, I, I got the bug also. And there, there's, I have boxes of stuff that I, up in my attic that I haven't opened since we've moved in here. And I, I should sell some of it and just like clear up some space, but I find it hard to. I'm, I'm, a, I'm like a toy hoarder. Oh, I, I am. I am too. There's, um, I, I had with the shop, I'll get cases of toys in. And I'm like, oh, I need one of these for my collection. <laughs> and then and then my son who works for me, he's like, well, I want one of those. So I put one of them out for him. And then I might have one for this. Shop. <laughs> um, but I, I am a uh, I am a, a uh, Star Wars uh, Marvel G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe is my big one. I've I've got so much G.I. Joe stuff that that it's literally a uh i i couldn't put it out because it would just be this whole floor would just be nothing but gi joe stuff <laughs> yeah yeah but um okay so here we go we're gonna get into the questions here all okay, right okay no math no math questions no no, no, no math, math. <laughs> um what is your go-to movie uh bride of the monster Bride of the Monster? Bride of the Monster, uh, Bella Lugosi, Tor Johnson, uh, written and directed by Edward, Ed Wood. Edward D. Wood Jr. Edward D. Wood Jr. I just rewatched uh, that the other day because I watched Sally's uh, the Valentine's Day episode. Um, I, I was, uh, I loved Edward Ed Wood stuff when I was, when, and then when when they did the uh, Ed Wood movie from uh, Tim Burton, yeah. Oh my god! And uh, I have a uh, I have a VHS copy of that movie signed by George the Animal Steel. As <laughs> I, I met George, uh, I, I met him out at Mon he was at Monster Bash. Uh, this was this was years ago, and he had a table because of the movie. Yep. And he had some of the wrestling merchandise out now. If you've ever been to Monster Bash, or if you, I, I would recommend it. It's a really cool convention. Uh, it's held outside of Pittsburgh. And uh, well, George was there at his table, and it was the people who go to Monster Bash are like more old school. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they like the Universal Classics, uh, you know, pre 1960s stuff. Uh, so his table, there was nobody there. And uh, I felt bad for him, but uh, I, I was like, ah, that's, that's George the Animal Steel. So I went up and I got his autograph and uh, we, we had like a, almost a half an hour conversation. Uh, really cool guy. Oh yeah. Uh, but he, he looked around and he, I was dressed in my, you know, convention attire, you know, black t-shirt, jeans. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was probably a monster on the t-shirt. 
And, he, and my wife was wearing like a, a floral print sundress with a, a white sweater over top of it. And uh, he looked at her and he looked around and he goes, he made you come here, didn't he? He said, you're the only one not wearing a black t-shirt here. Uh, well, I, I've, I've been um, doing conventions, whether it be comic book or horror or whatever conventions, uh, since I was like 16. And uh, I remember taking my now wife when we've rather we, we'd only been dating a very short period of time. We used to go to uh, uh, Motor City Comic Con up in up in uh, Novi, Michigan. That's, you know, um, back when it was mostly comic books, it was just starting to get into horror at that point. Um, and this is back when there was no women at, at at conventions for the most part. And she walks in. She goes, what did you get me into? Yeah. <laughs> there might have been 10 women at and and probably five of them were working booths so <laughs> yeah yeah um, um monster bash is mostly like couples a lot yeah. of couples uh but i had never been to a convention before and well no strike that uh, i went to blob fest which was sort of like a street fair in phoenixville that celebrates the blob uh, 1958 the blob uh and they had like live music out there and, and, uh, and vendors and they showed the blob in the theater where the blob was filmed. Yeah. And they, and they have a fire extinguisher parade, which is bizarre. But that was my first convention of sorts. And I was like, these are my people. It's, it's like, I'm not alone. And then when I went to Monster Bash, and started talking to the vendors and the staff and other people attending. It, it was like family. It was, oh, there are so many nerds here. This is awesome. And uh, that that's my, you know, it, that's like my home away from home. Oh, yeah. It, it's, um, I, I've, like I said, I've been doing this for a long time. And it, it became a uh, second life for me. You know, I had my, my normal everyday nine to five regular job. And then I would go and be at a convention every weekend, you know, whether it would be here or there or whatever, but it, it you know, I got a whole new group of friends that, that I still to this day still see, but it's only at conventions. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that's the thing with monster bash. You go back and, and you know, you're running to David, the rock Nelson, you go, David, he goes, Hey doc. Yeah. It, you it, only see him once, once a year, but you know, Facebook is cool because we get to interact that way. And, and I think that, that realistically Facebook is um, for me, I think is what really has brought back horror host. Um, Cause to be honest, like I said before, I thought, you know, it was kind of dead. And then all of a sudden, you know, like I said, went to a convention, found them. And then I started finding everybody on YouTube or not YouTube, but on Facebook and, and, um, uh, you know, I'd, I'd find this person, then that person would have 10 other people. And then I would send invites and then somebody would send me invites. And then I would start <laughs> befriending like all these people. And, um, it, it's, it's so fun. And, and, um, you know, I, that's like, I discovered that there are horror hosts here in Ohio that I didn't know at all up until relatively recently. And I'm like, Ohio, Ohio is like, the mecca for horror hosts there are so many hosts out of ohio oh yeah must be something in the water i don't know <laughs> it's because here in ohio 
you yeah. have to become somebody else. <laughs> Normal life in Ohio sucks, so you have to become. <laughs> I've been through Ohio. It's not bad. It's it's flatter than what I'm used to. Yeah, and uh, I didn't see a whole lot on the interstate, other um, you know cars, tractor trailers. Yeah, you, uh, would you go seventy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we uh, uh, we did a, a a church mission trip in Ohio okay. for a week. And that was cool. And uh, we traveled through Ohio to visit my daughter when she was in college out in Minnesota. Mm. It's, um, I, go, I used to go to Pittsburgh Comic-Con a lot uh, over in Monroe. I guess Pittsburgh Comic-Con, but it's always in Monroeville. And mm-hmm. did, did you go to the mall? Yes. You had to, yes, I yes. had to make my, well, yeah. we, we took one of my best friends and we're like, the first time he went with us and we're like, that's the mall from from Don, and he's like, no, it isn't. Mall. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he goes, well, uh, it doesn't it doesn't remotely look like it from the outside anymore. And uh, the, the, yeah, the one opening sort sort of does yet. Yeah. Depending on where you go, you, you know they don't have the fountains anymore. Oh. So, um. Well, he went and oh, because we walked from the convention center over, and he goes, well, this isn't this. I was like, no, none of this was here. When yeah. they filmed, I was like, this is, I was like, okay, when you do the camera shot from above the mall, I was like, here's where the convention center is. <laughs> I, I, and uh, he walked in there and he, while we were at the convention, because we'd already been over there. And so we're still in the convention shop and he finds us, he goes, that's the mall. And I'm like, that's what <laughs> you uh, Did you visit the cemetery? No, we're, we're hoping to go back maybe this summer to go see the cemetery. Yeah. Yeah, we we've been there several times, but the last the last it's still an open cemetery. It's mm-hmm. exactly uh, the last time we were there, we were going to get out and take pictures, but there was a, a funeral going on, so we just drove slowly by and you know didn't stare at anything. Um, a friend of mine lives not far from there, and he took pictures and he did the side by sides. So he's yeah. like, I-, I found it, and. Uh, Hold on one second, Jesus. Sorry, I remember to turn down. I remember to turn down my my personal phone, but my shop phone that I take with me everywhere uh, was the one I forgot to turn off. (laughs) Because people want to bother me on Sundays on my day off. Um, all right, we'll go back to questions here. All right, money is no object. What movie are you bringing on to review that you're gonna? Oh, see, that and that leads to like a little bit of an explanation. Uh, my my original goal was to be an actual host, Mm -hmm. and uh. I started out doing the reviews, but that was my, I was working my way that way. Mm-hmm. And the more, the more I did the reviews and the more I realized how little options I had to put movies in because of public domain, mm-hmm. I decided to stick with this. So uh, if money is no, I, I review whatever movie I want to, and it doesn't cost me anything. So I don't have to worry about copyrights. Yeah. Uh, if if 
I were hosting a movie. There we go. If I were if I were to host a movie, uh, once again, I don't think money is that big of an object. It would it would obviously be either Plan Nine from Outer Space or Bride of the Monster because those movies just you know they're part of me. Oh yeah, um, it, it's it's one of them. Uh, there there are certain movies that just kind of no matter how you know quote unquote bad they are, uh, just have a soft spot. You know, in in us, um, mine is is that I love Manos Hands of Fate. That, another, another excellent movie that people just don't appreciate. Uh, I, I was, uh, go ahead. Oh, I, I got to interview Debbie from from uh, from there, and and then I read her book, and I'm like just getting in. I'm like, man, I was like, I remember, of course, found it through Mystery Science Theater. And then I actually just watched the regular movie and I'm like, man, this is bad, but you can't not watch it. It's so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was just introduced to the creeping terror. Oh, and uh, it's, it's, it's a horrible movie. Oh. I mean, that they, they had no, uh, they have either lost the dialogue uh, tape or it was never intended to have one. Because most of it's voiceover. Voiceover, yes. And and uh, the creature's ridiculous. It's like a uh, rug across the ground. It, but I I I I could not believe that I had not been introduced to it prior to this year. This year was the first year. It was like this. This is wonderful. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's 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 nice because through horror host, you know, I thought I had seen all of the cheesy old you know public domain movies and stuff like that and then every time i think i found them there's another one that sneaks in there and i'm like wow okay this one's oh i love this one. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah what was it uh um night of the blood beast which i think it's the one is that, like, that's the, is that the turkey the turkey uh, monster yeah it's either that or the, the, the one that's all the, almost looks like a big parrot. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, why? And I only discovered that like maybe five years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, why did I never see this movie before? <laughs> and it just it sort of snowballed. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, so the cartoons that you show on your show are they they're in the public domain then? No um okay they are um i i can't i i don't i i can't be monetized because of them okay um, uh, yeah uh, some I've of them are just, through. yeah that whoever anybody they make the money if they if it gets monetized which i okay i got completely demonetized uh friday so i can't make a penny and i'm like i don't care right. i don't care yeah yeah <laughs> i'm I'll, here to yeah, have this fun and, exactly uh, yeah um and my wife, I was just talking to my wife because, I, like I said, I just did an interview, went upstairs, talked to my wife for a few minutes because she was supposed to be uh, on a girl's trip this weekend. So I was like, oh, I'll schedule interviews so, you know, I won't have to bother, you know, her while I'm doing this. And um, she ended up coming home early, um, but I went upstairs and she's like, she goes, I love that you're doing this. She goes, you're, you're having fun. You know, you're, you're keeping busy. You're um she goes when you do them you know i started getting back into this when covid hit 
So I was just mm-hmm. kind of stuck at home with my, and me and my kids were just kind of, and I had done a podcast before and I'd only done it every once in a great while. And then, um, so me and my older son started just doing it every week. And then I had other people who liked it and they were like, Hey man, I'd like to be on your show. So I'm like, okay. So, you know, I had friends in here or at my old house or at my shop and then um, it sort of snowballed. And I had uh, friends like, they're like, man, I'd love to be on, but you know, I live in Indiana and I'm like, well, how can we do this? And other friends like zoom. And I'm like, zoom, yeah. yeah. And then we just kept going and we kept going and it's so much fun. Um, You know, there, there are episodes that I, I air that get a lots of views. And then there's an episode that I'll draw that I think that I think personally will have a bunch of views and I'll get like a handful and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I had fun talking to that guy. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, my wife, just my wife, just the other day, same as yours. Uh, I, I was sort of yeah, kind of a darkish place. Yeah. And uh, when I started doing this and uh, just today, my wife said, I'm glad you're doing this. You seem so much happier. You know, and uh, I'm not making any money, but she goes, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> it's like, uh, let me put a plug in here real quick. Yeah. Uh, I was nominated for a Rondo. Cool. And it, yeah. That's and it awesome. was like, she, she goes, I'm so proud of you. It's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really fun. But uh, yeah, maybe someday I'll make money. <laughs> oh, see, I had uh, um, somebody told me the other day, they're like, man, you know, you're interviewing these horror hosts, you're interviewing these horror movies and directors and stuff like that. And they're talking about the Monster Channel. And they're like, have you thought about being on the Monster Channel? And I went, no, (laughs) maybe I should. (laughs) It it wouldn't hurt to reach out to Halloween Jack. Yeah. He's a heck of a nice guy. Yeah. I I, I met him at a horror hound. Jeez. 10, 12 years ago, I think. So... Uh, I, I was on a, another Roku station. Yeah. And uh, the person who ran that wanted everybody who was on his station to be under contract. And I wasn't prepared to do that yet. Uh, so I, I said thank you, but no thank you. And, you know, left amicably. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, a little bit of time went by, and, and uh, the Monster Channel got their new website up. And uh, at the very top of the website, it said, we're looking for new talent. If interested, uh, email here. Yeah. I thought, "Ah, you know, what could have hurt? And uh, Jack got back to me, oh, probably a day later. And and he goes, you know, we've heard of you. And we had thought about reaching out to you, but we didn't know, you know. And uh, I've been on the channel for not quite a year and uh the other hosts are awesome you know we get on the chat and chat back and forth during the movies or on facebook you uh you always see their posts so it's it's like a little family yeah it's um uh i've noticed that a lot there is um i i'm not gonna get like political or nothing like that but but you can tell like you know, some people lean this way, some people lean that way, some people believe this, believe it. But when you guys get together as the horror host, it seems like that all just disappears. 
little stuff goes away yeah. and, you know, little differences. Uh, there's a lot of that in, in the horror community in general. Uh, uh, people, oh, I, I have a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. which which uh, has like 3,000 members. It's ridiculous. I never thought it would grow like that. But, uh, you know, the rules are, you know, keep keep this, that stuff out of it, the, you yeah. know, the stuff that everybody are. And I haven't had a problem. And, and everybody's been very supportive of each other. Yeah. And it's, it's nice because uh, I've noticed that my horror host episodes that I've done um, get a lot of really good um you know people like i haven't got any bad um you know people text you know i've gotten like one stupid uh like comment on youtube but it's all all the horror host stuff's like man i love your conversation with you know dr zombo i love your conversation with sally you know uh you know um you know even you know like uh carlos not boris uh, carlos borloff you know, they're like, man, he's, he's, he's a thousand miles an hour. I'm like, dude, I just yeah. hung on tight for that interview. <laughs> he was going a hundred miles an hour. And I'm like, it was fun. Uh, I don't think I've got, I don't think I said 10 things through the entire episode, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and, and you know, each, each one of you guys is, is so different, but you know, your love for, you know, horror, classic horror, um, just kind of brings everybody together and it it's it is fun i mean it's you know lack of better there's like i said there's no animosity everybody like enjoys everything you guys are doing and like i said i've never gotten anybody like hey that guy's a jerk or that woman's you know or, <laughs> you know this that and the other i'm like you know okay you know and of course i do all my interviews a hundred percent everybody's done it in character um because you know and and i always ask them before the show i'm like do you want me to refer to you as you know blah 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 or you want me to refer to you as your your statement like no in character i'm like okay so now i just i've just started interviewing everybody 100 percent in character i don't you know i still ask them like how they got started and whatnot but i've never asked outside character questions pretty much so you know it it's working for it so yeah, uh, I, I've enjoyed the, the interviews that you've done. They're good. Uh, I didn't know if we were going to be doing in character or not, but I saw uh, Sally the zombie, and it's like, oh well, maybe I ought to don the fez and the glasses. I thought, while I'm doing it, let me put on the tux, you know. And so, so here I am, Doctor Dread, master of both time and space, uh, amateur dentistry and spleen removals. I had my uh, my horror host character name was Doctor Edgar Shelley Lovecraft, PhD, not MD. <laughs> it, uh, I, yeah, I took my doctor from Doctor Shock. He was, yeah, he was my host, so that's where I went to with that. And the Fez is a tribute to Tommy Cooper, a fantastic British comedian. Yeah, I, uh, I just watched a thing on him the other day. And yeah, uh, he, was, he was awesome. Oh yeah, he was he was uh well ahead. I think he was kind of ahead of his time over there with the uh I mean cuz he was more aimed towards I want a younger audience 
but yet his stuff was more towards like eh, a wink, a nod and a wink to the to the older people watching me over here too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially British comedy is is uh, uh, very different than American comedy. It's, it's, yeah, it's sometimes, it, well, you know, kind of dry yeah. or, or it's, it's hit it's hit and miss with me. But uh, Tommy normally I hit. Hit on his joke. He, they just, you know, I liked him, and he had a very tragic life. Uh, oh, yeah. He he was painfully shy, an introvert, and he took up like you know drinking in order to overcome being you know introverted and you know to get up on stage. And yeah. unfortunately, the, his lifestyle led to a, a, an early grave. Yeah, it was. Uh, I believe he died on stage. He did die on stage, yeah. and the audience didn't know. They thought it was part was of the dying. act. Yeah, they thought it was part of the act, and they started laughing. And uh, it went on for oh, about a minute and a half, maybe, until they dropped curtains. Yeah, you know? and and uh, the uh, uh, yeah, yeah, because um, it's um, I know this is, this is really dark, but uh, I, the mics were still on. So if you there's a documentary on YouTube about him, and if you they talk about the end, and you, the the audience could hear over because the mics were still. Oh no! Wow, yeah, it's, it's you're just like, and and you know because it was everything was live back then. So oh yeah, yeah. So you know, and everybody, and then you could hear the people laughing, and then the laughing tittered off, and you could hear the stuff over, and everybody's like, oh, 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 oh. but yeah, yeah. It's it went from real funny to not funny at all in like no you know split second that fast that 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 quick yep um get back here um when you decided to become uh Dr. Dread um now did you go through any like proto characters that you worked on or did was man Dr. Dread uh, just no no it it was uh, I, I've been a home haunter, and for those who don't know, uh, every Halloween, I'm one of those crazy people who sets up their backyard and makes a little haunted trail, little haunted house. Yeah. And uh, so I've been a home haunter for over 30 years, and uh, we actually put little buildings in our backyard and stuff. Uh, before I moved, we lived in, in town. We would have 300 trick-or-treaters on Halloween night come through our, our haunted house, mm -hmm. which was really cool. Where I live now, we, we have no sidewalks. And so a week before Halloween or so, we have one night where we just open it up to family and neighbors and whoever wants to come through. So your question Dr. Dread came about back then during because the doctor character has always fascinated me going back to Dr. Shock. So every haunted house, there was always a doctor scene. And if I wasn't the, the trail guide, I was the doctor. So that's that's where the doctor character and the doctor character, he's he's a little wacky. He's out yeah. there. He does some weird movements and says strange things. Uh, but he, he always had a little bit of a comedic touch to him mm -hmm. uh so that that's where the character started uh when i started this it was i i had watched uh, the bird box on netflix okay and everybody was raving about it and it was okay but yeah. 
I, it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. And I, I had to, I had to put my voice out there and say, hey, listen, this is overhyped. This is ridiculous. I can't believe people are going on about this movie. And then after that, it became more of a, okay, well, I just watched this movie and it was either good or not good. So I would go up to my office, whip out the phone and go on YouTube and, you know, talk a little bit about it. So that, that was sort of how this evolved into what I'm doing now. You were talking about Bird Box being overrated. I, I, uh, I remember I went and seen Hereditary. And uh, I thought that movie was super overrated. And this would probably be a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> I still think that movie is super overrated. I, my, one of my best friends was like, dude, did you, re did you really? I'm like, I watched it in a theater with everybody else. It wasn't, I was like, I, I didn't, I didn't like it. And, and people, and, and I, I got people who get angry at me for not liking that movie. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't I when I do my reviews, uh, if I give one, a, like an, I have a skull rating, you know, one through four. And one is like, oh, it was awful. It was trash. Don't even bother. Two was, meh. Three was, I liked it. And four was like, outstanding. Uh, I'm, I, I hate to, you know, it's just my opinion. I think I normally, whenever I give a one rating, which isn't that often, uh, face it, I like Plan 9 from Outer Space. How often am I going to give a one rating? Uh, so, but if, if I give a low rating, I go, hey, listen, it's just, it, it didn't work for me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you'll like it better. Uh, movies and music are just, they're a personal thing. It's all subjective, yeah. So, one one person's trash is, you know. Another man's another treasure. Another man's treasure. It's, um, um, I always tell people, I, I went and seen Titanic. And I like James Cameron. That is three hours of my life I will never get back. But every uh, year at Halloween time, I watch Blackula. <laughs> I love Blackula. <laughs> Blackula is an awesome movie. Oh, I love it. I, I remember. I love it, Suits. <laughs> I, I got, I got, I got, I, got, I legitimately still watch it. I have it on DVD, but I still watch my VHS copy of Black because it has the, the, it, the quality is horrible and it just makes it that much better. Yeah. Um, one, one of my friends runs, used to run the uh, uh, Horrorama and uh, he, one year he got Blackula, the 35 millimeter print. And I was like, oh, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I was at a, a film, I guess you would call it a festival. It, was, it wasn't the Super Bowl, it was last Super Bowl, Super Bowl of Horror. Mm -hmm. It was uh, held out at the uh, Colonial Theater where the blob was shown. Yeah. But they were doing, they were doing uh, John Carpenter's uh, Doomsday Trilogy, tr mm -hmm. trilogy. Yeah. Uh, The Thing, uh, Prince of Darkness. Thing, Prince of Darkness. Uh, In the Mouth of Madness. In the mouth, thank you. In the mouth of madness, and and they were the old, they were the thirty-five millimeter prints. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't the uh, digitally enhanced. And there was a part where they changed reels on the thing, mm -hmm. and the reel that they, the reel that they put on, I mean, somebody must have dropped that film in a mud puddle. I, it was 
horrible, but it was so cool. Well, um, I got to see a 35 millimeter print of uh, Dario or, or uh, the Demon, the the Italian film Demon, and I love that film. It's one of my favorite horror. I I I, uh, I always joke around that I'm always trying to find the Demon movies, which at a certain point after one and two, everything else is just a movie that they attack the Demon title on. Uh, <laughs> um, but like right the last five minutes of the movie, the film snapped. so it's literally like the very 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 end of the movie film snaps takes 15 minutes for them to splice it all back together but i'm like i miss this (laughs) this is the dumbest thing is something i love yeah because i haven't seen that happen since i was a kid (laughs) yeah Yeah, i think i've only ever been in one theater where that happened and and they actually came over the intercom and and they said you know "We're, we're fixing it um, I had it happen when I was a kid in, of all movies, uh, um, Cher and uh, uh, The Mask, about the, the, the kid with the, uh, yeah. Sure. It Sam bro- Elliott. Yep. It broke <laughs> in the middle of that film. And then I think I watched like a Ghostbusters or something at a revive, you know, a re- and it broke during uh, Ghostbusters. So, <laughs> but like three times in my entire life. <laughs> uh, Okay, back to um, you. Here's the always. It's always the money's no no option thing. Money's no option. Who are you bringing on your show? Any actor, oh. director. Um, I guess money's no object is a thing. Uh, time and space is no object. You can bring back anybody. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I, I bring Bella on because. He needs to know that even though he may not have had the, the most glorious life, especially toward his, his later years, mm-hmm. that people still love him. It's been almost a hundred years since Dracula. And he needs to know that that movie and his characters in other movies, even the monogram movies, which were like super low budget, but pe- people love their Lugosi. I, I, I'm a big Bella fan. I'm I'm a, a big uh, uh, white zombie fan. His his character in that is just with with the crazy eyebrows and the hands and yeah yeah and <laughs> and I, I I love it. He's he's and then I just rewatched um what last week I just rewatched um Son of Frankenstein the last Igor uh, the one with him is Igor and oh, yes. <laughs> yeah they die i live yes i am on in my neck yeah. <laughs> the, the, he is great in that he and, stole that movie and uh, uh he did he did I, I, and, I, go ahead i'd heard that i'd heard that uh part was supposed to have been was written much smaller yeah they, they had tossed him a bone mm-hmm. but when he was on set i mean he, it was magic and they left him work, I think, the entire week. Or, you know, they, they end up paying him for more days' work. Yep. Oh, yeah. He, he's, uh, I, I am a, I, I love my Universal Monster movies. You know, I, I am a Dracula Frankenstein, the Wolfman. Um, I was a Wolfman kid. Wolfman was my, was my movie when I was a kid. 
Um, as I got older, I really started liking um, uh, the Creature from the Black Lagoon more. Uh, I, I, but then I really started appreciating just the because I started like actually like studying film and and making films and stuff. And that's when I really fell in love with Dracula, Frankenstein, and Bride of Frankenstein. Um, and then I found, you know, Todd Browning and James Wales. So I started finding their other movies. And then that was a rabbit hole I went down for a while. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I'll tell you the one I think Lugosi's is uh, um, Mark of the Vampire. Completely oh, yeah. Uh, Count Telesa? It starts with the T. Yeah. Yeah. With the Talking werewolf too. Yeah, uh, vampires awesome. It's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, um, Armin Armin Tell. Ah, it'll pop in my head tonight at two o'clock. I'll wake up in bed screaming. My wife hates that. I, I'll be sitting there, and all of a sudden I'll be like, "We'll be sitting in the car, especially." And I'll be sitting there thinking or driving along, and she'll be she'll be driving, and all of a sudden I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's this," and she's like, "What?" I What's got it. About? I'm like, "I just remembered." <laughs> <laughs> she's like why do you have to yell it i was like because if i don't yell it i'll never remember it for later <laughs> and that's how my brain works if i don't immediately get it out i'll forget it again so <laughs> yeah. um i i um when, when you go back do you have like you know i asked you to get your go-to movie now do you ever have movies that you're just you know these are the movies that you tell people to watch like you go, okay, you need to see this movie. Uh, yes, you know, I, I love so many movies that uh, when one catches, you know, my attention, I do put it out there and, and say, hey, listen, this, this one's not on anybody's radar, but you need to watch this. It's really good. Uh, nothing comes to mind right now. Uh, I watched uh, The Barn uh, probably about a year and a half ago, yeah. which was, uh, it was on Tubi and it was free, yeah. and, uh, which is excellent. And one of my Facebook friends actually had a part in the movie. And, and he's the one who said, hey, why don't you check this one out? And it was like, wow. Yeah, it was, it was like a throwback to the 80s. Oh, yeah. It was sort of like a, an 80s film. Uh, uh, House, House of the Devil was one that, that, I had not heard of before yeah. and I stumbled, stumbled on it and it had that whole late seventies, eighties vibe. So. And I fell in love with it. I mean, it was one of those movies too, where I said, I, how did this one slip by me? This is like so good. Uh, I found it because I was looking at uh, monster squad stuff and I wanted to see what else uh, the Frankenstein, his actor. Oh, Noonan, yeah. Stuff that, Yes, thank you, uh, Noonan. Uh, stuff that he was in, and that's how that popped up on my radar. And then I, I think I, I think I uh, Google searched the movie, or it, I think that was on Tubi also. Yeah. And I, I watched it, loved it, and I immediately started it again right after I finished watching it to watch it a second time. And then I got like on my phone and texted my brother, who's a big horror fan. He said, "Hey, if you," he goes, "How? How? Yeah, I know that movie. It's good." Hey, you, you didn't know about it? Hey, Tom Noonan's one of them guys I think is massively underrated. And uh, he's great in that. And he's uh, he's also my favorite Hannibal Lecter movie. He's in Manhunter. 
with uh, um, Bill Peterson. Oh, he, he was uh, Virgil's, uh, Virgil's uh, housekeeper or butler, right? Um, no, oh, Manhunter. No, 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 no. no. Manhunter's the, 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 the Hannibal. He's the Red Dragon Killer. Did you ever see, you ever see Manhunter? Yes. Yeah. The, the original one? Yeah, the one oh, with uh, the, the Michael Mann one. The original yeah, the Michael one, Mann not, one. The one with Bill Peterson and, and uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I have it. I'll have to go back and watch it because it's been a long time uh, since I've seen that. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for Bill Peterson and uh, Tom Noonan. The, those guys are are great about everything they do. So, <laughs> um, it, it's funny because you were talking about uh, uh, you would love to have Bella Lugosi. I was like, I, I, I if I were to do a, a you know time and space, I was just thinking about this. I would love to have Max Shrek, the original. Wow. Oh my god, because that, you know, all... that would be that would be a good interview because so little is known about him. And in that movie, with that you know, the, the fact that that I I am a, a um, avid film guy. Um, it doesn't matter if it's silent, foreign, um, you know, black and white, color. It doesn't matter if it's a good, well put together movie. Even if it's a bad put together movie, <laughs> um, if it catches me, I, I will. I will fall in love with it you know and and Nosferatu was one of the ones that caught me at the right exact time uh I didn't discover it till I was in high school so this is like 89 90 maybe and I was like this is insane that this movie was made <laughs> almost 100 years ago now 100 years ago yeah. but yeah yeah it just had its birthday yep uh, yeah just a couple of days ago yeah uh yeah it's, it's definitely creepy and I probably, I, I saw pictures of it because I was, you know, I was a monster kid. I had the, I had the books. Uh, uh, I went to the library and signed out the Crestwood monster books, yep. you know. And uh, so I've seen still photography, you know, photography of, of uh, Nosferatu. But I, I didn't actually see the movie until I bought a VH copy, a VHS copy of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess I got it at you know, JM Fields or wherever and probably only paid five bucks for it. But uh, it's so creepy. Mm -hmm. Good movie. Oh, yeah. Except where he's carrying the coffin around in the streets. That's, you know, a little hokey. But other than that, you know, two minutes of him carrying his coffin around. Yep. Um, awesome film. Now, do you ever get or would you ever like bring other horror hosts onto your show to interview or to talk to and whatnot? Uh, I, I have. Uh, 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 a friend of mine does a character called uh, Madam Wattacrokanova. And uh, she has been featured in uh, Transylvania Tonight. She's like a returning character on Transylvania Tonight. About two weeks ago, uh, we had her on the show where she... Uh, visited me telepathically and came across my telepathic visualizer and she gave me a dire warning about my sub-basement. Uh, so I, I, I love, because I'm a fan and I'm having a blast, uh, I've had Drak and Corita on my show. They asked a trivia question. Uh, Sally told a joke on my show. Uh, so I, I break my show up a little bit. Normally it starts out with uh, my lab assistant and cameraman, uh, Bucky, he ends up telling, he tells, 
between one and three jokes in the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, then I start my review. Uh, I get off the track a little bit, and then it's time to run a I digress, which is a, a little minute long. Uh, it could be uh, a public domain clip. Mm -hmm. It could be old commercials. It's, it normally runs just a minute. Yeah. And, and then I, I get done that. I come back. I finish my review. So uh, the I digress. Uh, sometimes I do uh, a trivia question by another host or somebody I've invited on the show, and which is such an honor for me to have them agree. And I, everybody I've asked, yeah, sure. What do you need? When do you need it by? Now, do you do your show? Uh, do you have people help you? Or are you uh, like Sally, 100% by yourself? Uh, well, besides the puppet, it's it's 100 percent me. That's uh, yeah. Buck, Bucky comes down. He tells his jokes. He makes sure that my fez is on right. I go three, two, one, roll camera. Then Bucky is in the background. He's either agreeing with me or disagreeing with me. So that portion I have Bucky, but uh, editing, set, all the all the all the fun stuff that makes the show what it is is that's me. Even the non-fun stuff is me. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I have to, I, I give you guys respect um, big time. The, 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 I edit three shows together a week. Um, then, you know, I'm sitting there cause I, I do mine pretty quick. I, I, it's all me like you. And uh, anytime you guys, that's, you're putting a lot more effort into it. <laughs> I'm, I'm the only, uh, I, I'm not saying this like pat myself on the back, believe me, I, but I enjoy the editing process and other people I've talked to absolutely hate it. They think it's a nightmare, but I, 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 I love adding the little stuff in and uh, the creativity of trying to get my show down to the, you know, 18 minutes time allotted on the monster channel for it so uh that's always interesting it's like okay well bucky's joke that goes first you know he's, he's took too long telling it there he goes out the window and then trying to cut a sentence in half you know little, little 20 seconds here 20 seconds there it, it, it's it's uh i started doing this so long ago i had to do this in a studio with vhs tapes so i i did this um the group therapy TV show started as a public access. I would have to go record, take it in studio, VHS tape. And then I had to transfer everything to VHS tape. You're sitting there with the old, the knobs and, you know, speeding it up. You got the wipes and everything. And uh, so now I do all this on my, on my computer that I'm doing this right now. And, yeah. uh, I like being able to do this. <laughs> yeah. uh, technology is like totally blows me away. I, I, yeah. When I started, I didn't, I didn't edit. I, I was just like, this is what it is. And that was back when, you know, it was like five minutes mm -hmm. for YouTube or 10 minutes for YouTube. This was before, this was before Bucky. Yeah. But uh, as time progressed in uh, the first channel that I was, Roku channel that I was on, uh, they were doing my editing for me. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, 
I'd like to try that. So I went out and got it, you know, bought some editing software and I'm still learning. Oh yeah. But I'm having a blast, having a blast doing it. Every episode I edit, I I'm like, Oh, I can, I can do this now. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. 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 You learn stuff. Uh, I, I, I have, uh, I have begun, um, I'm, I'm a, I'm a music guy too. So I got my, my, my over here is my, uh, record player. So I put on, uh, uh, some vinyl and I, I, I've been putting on like musical scores from movies and I do that while I'm editing and your brain just sort of like, just goes with it and I can edit together and it feels like, Oh, I'm done. Wow, yeah. I, I felt like that was like twenty minutes, and I knocked out like an hour and a half's worth of work in like no time flat. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I, you know, because I have an idea of where I want to go and what I want to add and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think it, it it doesn't take that long for me mm-hmm. because I already have it sort of. You know, my decisions have already been well. I'm going to put the picture up here or a movie poster up over there. Uh, this is the music I'm going to use. This is the sound bit. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's kind of relaxing. I, I take a couple hours, you know, and I disappear into that little, you know, the, the screen. I, I just I don't time becomes non-existent. Oh yeah. Well, it, it's um, I, I do find it relaxing. I, I do edit like either really late at night. So for me, it's just like. Everybody in the house is asleep. The the animals are kind of settled down for the night. So I'm just over here, got just the music flowing, and it's like, oh, cool, you know. And right. now, when when I used to do the show, how, how long, how many, how much footage do you film for like 18 minutes? Oh, uh, normally, I'm, I'm very time conscious, so. Uh, Normally, I'm maybe 10 minutes over, you know, and, and then I have to go in and chop up. I, I try to keep it as close to 20 while filming as possible. That way, I, I know I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, 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 that's one of my problems is that since I do this on YouTube, I, I, I don't pay attention to time. So if I actually ever get this put onto another channel, I'm like, oh, I got to cut these down. <laughs> yeah this is a five-part one uh we're gonna do (laughs) um now i I, i've uh it's kind of fun being able to talk to like you and sally and stuff like that and i i always kind of set myself like a time and it never seems to go that way because you're sitting there talking and um there's one thing that people like about my show is is that it's kind of just a natural conversation and not you know yeah i put the questions in there and stuff like that but you know me and you were talking about going to pittsburgh doing this and this and and um it's really fun just to just interact and talk to people and especially because i'm learning more about you i'm learning more about the character you know the the person that is dr dread and finding out about your filming and stuff like that it's just i mean i'm having i'm having a good time and it's it's it you know (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah I, I noticed that with sally's interview too uh, that uh i had i learned so much about her you know i i was aware of her but it, it was a really good interview it was fun yeah. uh, and, and you didn't stick specifically to the it, it you know it wasn't a formula it was like okay first question uh 
Carl Offal would go, second question, uh, yeah. favorite movie. But it, it flowed very nice. Yeah. Um, like a conversation. Now, do you, do you ever have uh, people that recognize you out, out and about when you're, when you're not mm -hmm. Dr. Dredd? Never. <laughs> no. Uh, we, we were in uh, Delaware last summer on vacation. And uh, I, I hate the shore. I don't know. Uh, just sands, the smell. I'm not a fan. Yeah. But we, we, were on, we were on the boardwalk and uh, I put out on Facebook, hey, I'm right in front of this store in Delaware. First person who comes up to me and says, hey, Dr. Ed, I'll, I'm going to give you, I'll send you a big prize. I'll send you like DVDs and I'll, I'll do a sketch for you or something. Nobody. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I, I think the people who are, you know, fans of what we're doing, it's, it's a small niche, really. Yeah. Uh, and I don't live in a city. Uh, you know, I'm outside of Philadelphia about 40, min 40 minutes, uh, 35 miles away. So, Do you ever have, um, do, you, do you have any kids? Uh, yeah, I have uh, two grown daughters. Uh, I have, let me count, one, two, three, four, five, five grandchildren. I didn't want to forget one because, you know, then, then they want to know which one I forgot. So I have five grandkids and uh, we have three cats and a dog. Now, do, you, do your kids or your grandkids are like, what's, what's he doing now? Is he, oh, he's. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the oldest grandchild is 14 years old. And I've asked her if she wanted to come on the show and play like a zombie girl, you know, from uh, Night of the Living Dead. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, I don't, I don't know. Uh, the other ones sort of are, are young and don't want to have anything to do with it at all. Uh, my daughter, youngest daughter, uh, she's supportive of the show, but she's like, I really can't stand the voice of Bucky. So I, I'm letting you know I don't watch that show at all. <laughs> and see, I, I I've got it. I have uh, my son that I could have just massive intellectual conversations with is my 22 year old son, and he wants nothing to do with this at all. He he doesn't want to be on. He doesn't want to be on film. He doesn't like to be recorded. Nothing. My uh, uh, my now 25 year old son. Me and him. He's he pops up here and there, and he loves being on it. Uh, my 30 year old son, he's like, I don't know why you do that, dad. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, my youngest daughter is a, a doctor of chemistry. Mm -hmm. Very logical. Uh, I, I don't think she quite gets it, but dad looks like he's having fun. So just let the old man go. That's right. <clears throat> the the uh, older daughter is a uh, she's a, a special needs uh, teacher. Oh, Cool. So she's yeah she's a teacher at the high school and uh, she's a little bit more fun. I, sh I shouldn't say that. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm going to catch heck for this one. Not that she's a whole lot of more fun than the other one, but yeah, I don't think she really gets it either. It's like yeah, yeah dad's at it again. He's wearing the feds. Uh, it's 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 funny because my, my youngest, you talk about special needs. My my uh, 25 year old son, he's uh, in home health care. And he takes care of my uh, um, my my brother-in-law, who 
lives with us who has autism. He's severely autistic. And then my youngest son, who's 11, has mild autism. So he's, but he, he, he wants to be on here, but he just wants to be in the background running around like a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my daughter comes home from school and she, she you know, tells me about some of her students. You know, we mm-hmm. talk and uh, God bless her. I, I, I don't, I don't know if I have, or I know I don't have as much patience as she does. Oh, yeah. But it takes, it takes somebody with, with a huge heart to really, you know, Oh yeah, I understand family. Yeah, family seems a little bit different. You know, yeah. you know what I mean. They're family. Oh yeah, but this is like a classroom of twenty kids, and you know, you calm one down, and the next one starts acting up, or you oh. know, yep. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Um, we'll get back to questions. Are you on the convention circuit? Are you going to any conventions or anything? Uh. No, no. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, currently, the only convention I've ever really been to is Blobfest and Monster Bash. Uh, believe it or not, I'm I'm sort of introvert too. This is really out of my comfort zone, even talking to a stranger. Yeah. But uh, uh, I'm I'm really not fond of crowds and. I've been in Walmart already and I turned to my wife and go, Hey, listen, I got to get out of here. I, I can't do it. Uh, I've thought about getting a table at monster bash, which is it's sort of monster bash to me is sort of like rock and roll mm-hmm. and, and your bigger conventions are sort of like screamo. It's, it's just everything. At monster bash is laid back. It's slower. Mm-hmm. It's a much smaller crowd much mm-hmm. older crowd and other conventions with uh you know some of the 80s icons i would love to meet but uh they're not at monster bash but those conventions seem like they're more crowded uh noisier and that's yeah. just really not I, I don't like that i understand that i completely understand okay. that there, there's a, there's days where I, I am, uh, um, I am a, a, a solitary creature for the most part, as you can see, because this is just, this is where I, I lurk. Um, yeah. but there, there's, you know, I, I will go to conventions and it'll be like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And then you're suddenly like, ah, I'm ready to go home now. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I worked for 32 years as a, uh, armed security guard. And uh, most of my work was solitary. There was just not a whole lot of people around, you know, doing rounds or sitting in watchtowers. So I'm a quiet guy. I like my quiet time. Yeah. Now, would you ever like to, like, expand your show? Are you ever looking to expand it, like, to maybe become a full-blown horror host, like, to actually just start hosting shows? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. I, you know, I'm open to it. Uh, what I'm doing now in that 20 minutes is sort of like an opening, a middle, and a closing that you could cut up those pieces and, and host a show. You know, and rather than well, even even so, at the end you say, "Yeah, this one I like. This one I give it three skulls," or you know. But uh, 
Yeah, I'm open to it, but I'm happy it's in, in the niche that I am at yeah. because uh, I, I can, you know, I'm free to rate whatever movie and don't have to worry about, you know, oh, yeah. being flagged for copyrights. Oh, yeah. See, it's, it's, uh, um, that's, that's kind of nice is that I've been doing my show and I've been tagged twice and they're just like, nope take those down that didn't, didn't even air so they were like okay i was like all right edit edit there you go and then put the episode up um yeah i i was using a, uh archive.org mm -hmm. for uh for research of mm -hmm. like what was public domain and what's not and i came across a cartoon with dancing skeleton i go hey that's pretty cool i've got to put that clip in for my i digress for my minute yeah break up the show and I put it in, and it was immediately flagged as a not being able to monetize. Yep. Uh, here it was Disney. So yep. I, I thought, well, ah, I'll change that because who knows? Maybe someday, maybe someday I'll burn like 500 DVDs of my show and and go to Monster Bash and sell them for two bucks a piece, and then I can get in trouble. So I try, I try to keep any copyrighted material off. Which I thank YouTube for that. They they let me know of something that I've used. Yep, shouldn't be used. Well, it, it, uh, it it's kind of nice, and it's it's you know because I like I said I I do mine and and uh, I, I'm my my goal is to a get those cartoons out there, and my other goal is to make those sure those cartoons um, never go away. Uh, because there's so much stuff that's been lost to time and it's yeah. something i i'm finding out a lot more stuff has been lost than i ever imagined um and uh so i'm like okay well i know i have seven episodes of 13 and only those seven episodes are known to exist so i'm like okay well i have them now so right uh, you were showing uh, uh, the Inhumanoids on on your show. Yeah, and uh, I, I had your show on, and I go, oh, Inhumanoids. I haven't thought about them in you know since eighty seven. I don't know whenever. Yeah, whenever they went off the air, and, and then I remembered I have a, a new inbox uh, tree guy in Inhumanoid somewhere. <laughs> With, uh, yeah, I love the the old stuff, the toys. I'm uh I'm always on the lookout for the three bad guys. I want Moltar, Tendril, and Decay. I was like, because then they'll go in the back behind me when you see the yeah. others. <laughs> um so if you do you have any advice for people who are any horror people who want to become a horror host, who want to review movies? Do you have any bit of advice? Sure. If if uh do it just if you want if you if you feel a little push to do it go ahead and try it uh talk talk to people who are already doing it uh reach out to several if they don't get back to you reach out to others uh, when i first started there were a couple of horror hosts that that i reached out to and they they were very helpful i think there was one that never got back to me but uh yeah, people are busy. People, I, I, no, no, you know, I'm not definitely not saying that, you know, they were nothing wrong with that. You know, they were busy. Uh, yeah. But uh, 
Drack from uh, Transylvania tonight got back to me. Uh, Bob's a really good guy. We have a lot in common. Drack's a really good guy. We have a lot in common. Uh, Bobby Gamonster, uh, I reached out to him when I was first starting, and he was very encouraging. And uh, Slash Cooper, the werewolf, uh, I reached out to him also. And he got back to me and gave me some advice. Uh, we talked about cameras and uh, talked about his set. So uh, th those three are, they, they were very, they, they, were, they were nice. They're very cordial. And we've continued uh, Facebook back and forth. Um, I, like I said, I appreciate this. Um, I do, I have nothing but respect for you guys, especially when you're, you know, like you said, you're doing this all by yourself. That's amazing. Um, and I, I just appreciate you keeping the, uh, horror host alive is, <laughs> um, I, I do. Um, yeah. Some of us are alive. There are others that are sort of like the undead. <laughs> that are sort of undead, dead. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I do. It, it's 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 fun, and I I just want to you know take my my platform that I have, you know, even if I've what little I can, and get as much out there to other people that may have never heard of you you know, may have never heard of Sally or, 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 uh, you know, whoever, and just make sure that, that, you know, Hey, you know, there's a guy over in Philly, you know, Hey, there's this guy over here in, in uh, Massachusetts, there's this guy down here in Florida, you know, and that's what I'm, I'm trying to do. And um, so, um, you know, tell do you have, uh, tell us where we can watch Dr. Dredd. Sure. Uh, well, I'm on the monster channel which is a dream come true for me. And my time spot is 11.40 p.m. on a Friday evening, right after La Mea. And uh, excellent, excellent spot to be put in because uh, her show leads right into mine. So uh, it's 11.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or you can find me on YouTube. Uh, uh, the YouTube channel, I think, is John... Dr. Dredd, Murray, no space between Dr. and Dredd. Okay. Uh, or it's real simple. Just hit that pound key. Dr. Dredd reviews, no spaces. That's D-R-D-R-E-A-D reviews. And uh, you can find me that way. Okay. Um, I will post your uh, stuff at the end of the episode. And we'll put some of your information down there so people can find you too. And um like I said, I appreciate this. I do. Um, I, I love, like I said, love horror hosts. I, I want to keep this going. Uh, make sure that there's another generation after the current generation and it just keeps going and going and going. Um, but I am going to stop wasting your time here. Um, um, but uh, this will probably, this won't air uh two Mondays from now. So not Monday, the Monday, it'll be the Monday after that. So okay. I don't have my calendar right now. So, I, but yep. And I'll send you information, tell you when it's dropping. I, I was going to say tag me or yep. DM me. Yeah. It's yep. been a pleasure talking with you. It Good really has. You. Um, I'm hoping to do something down the road because I think I'd like to do like a horror host, like get like, you know, like four of horror, four horror hosts and like have like a discussion about stuff. So 
I'm hoping to maybe get that going on down the road. So I'd like to maybe have you involved in that too. So. Oh, cool. Uh, DM me your address. I'll send you a Dr. Dread prize pack. Cool. I will. Okay. All right, man. Will you take care and I will watch some Dr. Dread on some monster channel and I will see you soon, sir. Hopefully. Okay. Remember as always, keep it scary. Keep it scary. Have a good one, sir. I'll see you. We'd like to thank Dr. Dredd for coming in on today's episode of Group Therapy. As always, Group Therapy is brought to you by RU Game, the best comic book collectible shop and located at 124 North Sunset Drive, Pip, Ohio, 45356. And, and uh, you can watch me every Saturday on Saturday Morning Serials, every Friday, outside Fridays. And I will see you next episode of Group Therapy Podcast. Take care. <laughs>